Welcome to episode, I think it's 38, of the Fun and Fucking Employment Files. Tis I, the prince of podcasting, the bipolar rock and or roller. Along with the Duke of Discourse. The human incarnation of the infield fly rule. The Robert Gibson to my Ricky Morton. But there's old Chucky Tater Sacks over there. And you're listening to the Beatles, Helter Skelter. Listen to that riff. It's one of the first punk songs. Look, I think it's one of the first metal songs. It's, yeah. You can tell the guitars are sort of out of tune. Yeah. It's pretty great. Tuned down a step, I guess. I think so. I think they're half step down, at least. You hear that overdub? <laughs> Yeah, we are here. We are queer. Get used to it. Uh, how you how you feeling, brother? <laughs> how you feeling, dude? <laughs> Let me tell you, I'm not happy about something that's happened to me unintentionally. <laughs> I've got a coffee creamer that nobody can see right now. <laughs> and I flipped it off like that. <laughs> and I got another one, brother. <laughs> oh, you greatest thing ever. <laughs> We're still talking about it. <laughs> I'm never going to stop talking about it. You've, you've mentioned it a lot, and then you showed me the promo. I was like, I remember that. And he stuffs it into Mean Jeans. He stuffs the third one into Mean Jeans uh, lapel. Yeah, that was pretty neat. <sighs> God. Tito Santana's yesterday's news. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, we do that, and he'd get the, the, the pinky up, and he'd... Yeah, do the glasses, and he'd always adjust his glasses. Yeah, he's he can never get his glasses exactly comfortable on his face. See, I, he was Macho Man was a great wrestler, dude. I mean, he was he was one of the greatest, one of the greatest oh, all around on the mic. Randy Poffo in the ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he uh, had 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 a, had a rap album, right? Be a man, Hogan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. We'll get into. I it. was aware. Let's 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 <laughs> jump into that. Let's just listen to it all. <laughs> let's start a podcast where all we do is that. <laughs> listen to Randy Savage's rap album. <laughs> I remember when they brought him back, like on uh, WCW, or they were trying, and he had he had the black hair and the like. He got big as fuck too. Like he was back on the juice, like hardcore, and uh, it, it was pretty great. Yeah, he had the Jenko pants. Of course, he had the Jenko pants. Hulk Hogan, Hollywood officer, whatever they call you, I'm coming after you, you coward. Yeah, hot bars. You set it off, set it off. Used to be hard off, now you done turns off. Telephone commercials, I seen ya dancing in tight as a ballerina. I knew all along you had those tendencies, cause you've been running from like I got a disease. Dude, please, your pay per view event was a joke. You're avoiding Randy's. 
when they tell you we do it, I gotta tell you, I don't hate it. I love it. So, Hollywood Hulkster, you're at the end of your rope, and I'm a kick you in the butt and wash your mouth, I was so cuz I tried to put Fuck, man. Come on, don't be scared. You're running from Macho, that's what I heard. Be a man, Hulk. Come on, don't be a chump. I thought you were just joking when you said be a man, Hogan. I didn't know you knew about this. No, I was <laughs> completely aware of this. It's the greatest thing I've ever heard. I wonder if there's like a uh, a video or like a uh, a um. God, he was talking some shit. Did you hear that? Your movie straight to video. <laughs> you know why he uh. He never got brought back into the WWF. Why? Because allegedly he was banging Stephanie when she was pretty young. Allegedly. Really? Yeah. How young are we talking? Don't remember me. Because that was 16, 17. Because that was years ago. And I didn't think she was that old. Probably in her 40s now. Mid to late 40s, I'd say. And hot as fuck. Don't try to stop me. Refuse to get beat. I'm just imagining him doing that. And then. <laughs> Who else could? <laughs> I mean, I know uh, Shawn Michaels sang his own theme song. Um, didn't Jay uh, He thinks he's pretty, but he knows he's, he's sexy. Cute. He thinks he's cute. Yeah, but he knows he's sexy. I just don't understand your logic, sir. <laughs> JYD JYD wasn't saying anything He was too, too busy Putting gravy on everything <laughs> <laughs> That man liked some gravy His chunks tell. said thump on him <laughs> 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 Well here's one called Macho Thing I think I have to hear this Yeah I think it's Well like it already <laughs> What's the deal with that beat? Is that Maya? Remember Maya? I remember Gorgeous Ghetto George. Superstar. Oh, yeah. She was at the club late night. It's time to have fun. Work hard, play hard. That's a slow gun. When it comes to party, this is amazing. How come I'd ever bought this? Ladies all around. Rascals and me. Was this really his voice? <laughs> or did it just become his voice? <laughs> See, I don't know about that. I think that it may, maybe certainly... I think the act was the thing, but I think his voice kind of really sounded like that. He just sort of, sort of sounded like this when he talked. Yeah. That's pretty neat. It's like Ole Anderson kind of... He's He's got kind of a gruff voice, but he sounds like you're like... Sounds like everybody's dad. Yeah. Ole Anderson is like wrestling's dad. <laughs> he really is. <laughs> I don't like what you kids are doing now, nowadays. Going up to the top rope. In my day, you threw somebody over the top rope, you got disqualified. <laughs> you only got half your purse. Him and Vern Gagne are arguing. Over <laughs> <Yeah. something. laughs> I watched something the other day that... Would you shut the fuck up, you in... Oh, with this infernal racket, these animals. They well, they like Oli as much as anybody. Yeah, I guess <laughs> they are big Oli fans. They're yeah. wearing a, uh, an old school four horseman shirt. Uh, but he's got a uh, a bald cap on with the 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 ring like like Arn Scott. It's weird, but, you know. I, <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, <laughs> I watched something the other day where uh, if somebody beat somebody else, then Vernon Gagne would get ten minutes with the original Sheik. 
in inside the cage with the yeah, original yeah. sheet. It was terrible, but whatever. <laughs> Vern Gagne was like fifty. At, yeah, and he was the, the, he was the champ, and he was like he looked, he was pushing his son to be the champ because he was and, the one that ran that that particular territory. And his son was actually a, a good technical wrestler. Yeah, but just a black hole of charisma <laughs> and and looks. He'd be like, he, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> oh, how are we supposed to get behind you? His charisma was like Lex Luger's mic skills. They were just <laughs> zero. <laughs> that was the funniest and most tragic thing is that when they brought Lex Luger in the wolf pack, he had to speak. <laughs> I'm Bowdy Bowdy and Rowdy Rowdy. <laughs> I'm in the his house. <laughs> is that right? Oh, the his house. It and, you know, and you know, and Hall and Nash and Sting, who all were really good at it. You know, they just had to fucking cringe like, oh, God, oh, fuck. Have you seen Lex's fucking he's going to murder this thing. It's, it's going to be terrible. Let's just let's just get him through it <laughs> and then poke fun at it later while we're drinking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think Sting at that point was a uh, born again Christian or something. I think he might have been, which is fine. Good. Whatever gets you, you know, whatever gets you out. Whatever makes you happy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Doesn't bother me any. Shawn Michaels is and he, you know, he. He won't talk about his past a lot. Like, even in his books, he doesn't like to talk about it. Yeah. I don't blame him. Well. He was a scoundrel. Was he? From everything I heard, yeah. Well, what are the things, some of the things you heard? Enlighten me, sir. <sighs> I don't really remember. Just things I've heard. <laughs> it's like not wanting to lose. But then again, nobody wanted to lose. Yeah. Well, I like. But like being a real dick about it. Yeah, yeah. Well, but he and then then I have less sympathy and find his. Well, don't who am I fucking kidding? I don't find his his overselling of Hogan uh, less amusing. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's it's amusing anyway. You slice it. You yeah, know, you so. can't get away from that being no, hilarious. That's <laughs> that's just entertaining. <laughs> but uh, like he was like banging everybody's chicks and stuff. I think. Oh, was he? Yeah. Hmm. Um. I don't know. I just heard he was a real cocksucker in the in the in the locker room. See, but he's not. He's not a guy. Who would be some of those guys. You know, just in life are legit guys. You don't want to fuck with. Like who was it they were talking about? One of them was fucking around with Hawks Hawks woman or something and got the fuck kicked out of him. And I can't remember who it was. Like or Hawk fucked his woman or you know. I don't know. It sounds like something I'd be interested in hearing about. But. Well, Oli, Oli shoots on everybody. Like he tells all these stories. There are whole. That's a whole YouTube page. Is Oli telling fucking wrestling stories? <laughs> He's talking about how much everybody hated Ric Flair, which it was hard to hear. But you know, it's still it is hard to hear, yeah. even though I'm like you kind of figure. Yeah, fuck you. You know, but you kind of figure. Like, yeah, he probably is a big asshole. He's probably big, sweaty ball sack. You know, he fucking. <laughs> he's but um, they were but you know the he was. Saying how Flair being the champ was just so he could get him out of his hair because he was such yeah. a bad wrestler, you know. He, he's like he does the same eight moves, you know. He's and he does them well, you know. But uh, <laughs> and it's talking about how Flair was so touched on that stuff, and it was not meant like that at all. Is like just get this fucking guy out of here, you know? Because you had to book a show and you got to do a show a night, and you can't do the same act every fucking night. So you shop the champ around to different places, yep. and he does the act different places. So, 
Yeah. I can see it, but I don't care how bad. I want to see Ric Flair's bad wrestling moves. I want to see his eight moves. Yeah. And I'll see him do the flip-flop thing over the turnbuckle, then go up and try to jump off the top rope, and they catch him, and they throw him off. Yeah, and then him shake his Every head, time. no, yeah. no. And then, he, and, then, and then he falls down and begs for mercy. And, and then he, he pokes hits, him in the eye. Yeah, or hits him in the nuts. In the nuts, either one. Yeah, I mean, or uh, he... Uh, he gets up and acts like he's going to fight, and he's been hit, and then he just falls down on the mat and kind of convulses. Yeah. That's neat. I mean, we love all those things. Yeah. You know. It was a, it was a fucking fantastic formula. Yeah. And it, the mic skills are what made Ric Flair. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> and the cocaine made the, made the mic skills. They, uh, they amped him up just a tad. <laughs> The cocaine and the uh, relentless self-belief that he was the, <laughs> the greatest ever. <laughs> relentless self-belief. Yes. Yeah, that should be the name of his fucking biography that somebody writes. Like the unauthorized relentless self-belief, Ric Flair. <laughs> Despite being, I can see it in type. Despite being the champ, not being a, a nod in your direction for being good. <laughs> he took it as such and ran with it. Yeah. Fuck it. I am the greatest. Yeah. And the, guess what? He is. He is. <laughs> Pretty much now. And they talked about how he was, he was a bitch backstage and shit like that. I'm like, you know, you can sour grapes at all you want, but facts is facts. You know, some of them fucking guys weren't putting asses in the seats, even though they were badasses backstage. You know what I mean? Shut the fuck up. Who cares about you? You know? Nobody. Exactly. I know I don't. <laughs> but I do care about the Macho Man Randy Savage's uh, hip hop album. It is pretty great. See what this one's like. That's pretty great. Pretty rocking. I'm the wrestling king, but now it's spitting lyrics. Took a break from the ring, cause I want y'all to hear this. Coming to the medium, nobody expected. I've been in the game for years and I'm still respected. Hustle man, Randy Savage, the true deep warrior. Critics I'm ignoring yet, your ladies, it's euphoria. In the streets say, Randy, you the illest. You're one of the realest, so it's not hard to feel. People want to know if Randy's doing this thing. Everybody's talking, want to know this and that. So I'm going to tell you right now, Randy Savage is back. That's pretty great. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty great. I would listen to that almost all day, every day. <laughs> I would make one of those into my theme song. <laughs> <laughs> it's going in your gym mix Yeah The Macho Man's My gym mix is is not what anybody says I I can't I can't stay A lot of Anne Murray in your gym mix No, there's not Anne Murray <laughs> But there is like Susan Tedeschi's in there <laughs> uh, Lake Street Dive uh, Steve Winwood <laughs> and, and the worst part about it is I can get like You know, I don't get I don't know, I'm almost 40 So the days of screaming and all that shit are fucking over. That's just dumb. So, you think that the uh, screaming music is going to come back now that uh, Trump's going to be president? Yes, Vince Neil was playing playing his fucking inauguration for fuck's <laughs> sake. This you can't make this shit up. You know, I, Vince Neil. Yes, I, I'm just like <laughs> Jesus Christ. You know, all the all you the drag up Lover Boy. You couldn't unearth them? No, because that's... Uh, Everybody's working for the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> it's just fist pumping the fucking yeah. lover boy. Yeah. It's, uh, Trump's I mean, up there doing the Carlton dance. <laughs> he's, uh, I mean, we've we've talked about this. He's 
it's it's a joke now. It's you know one of the funniest things. Have you seen the video of of Parliament talking about this? Parliament Funkadelic. <laughs> yeah, Bootsy Collins. Yeah. And George Clinton. Look at that baby. <laughs> <laughs> the Funk's mothership's coming down, Daddy. Um, I don't know. Oh, Lord. <laughs> well, we sound, we don't sound anything like that. We sound like those fucking crows off Dumbo. The fucking <laughs> really racist crows. Um, the, uh, no, I was, uh, British Parliament was, is mocking Donald Trump openly like they and the rest of the world is mocking us for how dumb we are. You know, it's it's happening. Uh, eh, you know, I, I mean, I don't care, I guess it doesn't affect me. But, you know, it's not fun when you really consider being a laughing stock. I mean, that's not fun, is it? They ain't laughing at me, son. Well, I wish they would. I wish they'd listen to the show and get some giggles out of it. Yeah, that would be something. Yeah. Let's do something outrageous. Let's I don't know. What could we do? <laughs> I'm too tired to even consider hate crimes. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's we, we become the white nationalist <laughs> podcast. Is that, is that what you want to do? I don't think I could do it. I know I couldn't do it. Yeah. I mean, I could probably do a one-off. Yeah, it has to be like tongue bursting through cheek. Well, uh, we were talking about the 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 guy, this the alt right guy who who is trying to gaslight everybody, but, yeah. but the, the gaslight is out of everyone now that Trump's in office. Like we all know it's bullshit, but he's in there. So now we can, we're, it's just back to reality, you know, in, in effect, you know, this fucking idiot just talks about how being white or we're conquerors. We invented agriculture, all this shit and, and built the pyramids. It's like you could not be more wrong on that stuff. You are a, a, a completely uneducated person with that shit, you know, he, he believes that white people built the pyramids. No, we fucking didn't. The Egyptians were not white. You fucking moron. Pretty we, sure they were pretty close to black. They were black or Arabs, you know, or Arabic like or, mocha. Or, or Semitic of some kind, A you know, mocha color. Yes. They were definitely not white. It's like the, the, the you know, and then he said, well, we created agriculture. Uh, no, we didn't. No, we didn't. The only thing that white people do better than everybody else is warfare. That's what we do better than everybody else. And take other people's ideas. Well, that's part of warfare. Just yep. using that against them. You know, let's let's go. Let's. And I'm not being a white hating person. I'm proud of. You know, that's no secret. Are you, are you proud to be a white man? Yes, absolutely. You're, you're a proud white man. <laughs> sure. Now, now explain to me how you earned your whiteness to be proud of it. <laughs> How I earned it? <laughs> yes. I didn't. <laughs> so why are you proud of something well, that just happened? A genetic accident. Well, I, then what would be the right? Pro- I don't know. What would be the proper term? I think uh, you're proud of your Irish heritage. I yes, think, I think absolutely. You're, you're allowed to be that, even though I still think that's silly. Uh, I know you think it's silly. <laughs> Not just you. I, I, know, I know the nickname Chucky Tater Sacks is a mocking <laughs> nickname. I get it, you know, but I, I choose to embrace the I, things. I think it's just as silly to be a, pr- a proud black man, though. Yeah, you didn't do anything to earn it. You know I mean? just, well, you just are that, or a proud ethnic uh, or national pride. It, it does have its its downsides, but it does, there's nothing wrong with enjoying a shared culture. I don't think there's anything wrong with. It. I don't think there's anything wrong with it either. So, even you know me celebrating my Irish roots or something like that. I don't see there's anything wrong with that. Now, if you take it down a dark path, yeah. well, I think you. Like I do, are you saying? No, like uh, <laughs> people that are really into being German. You don't see a lot of Americans that are really into being German. Well, they actually, no. do now. <laughs> Never mind. The alt right is that. Now, here's the thing about that: there are people who are German Americans, and German Americans have a, a very strong 
shared culture. Yeah, we have without yeah, without yeah, being fests. And yes, stuff. without being not Nazi or anything. Germans have a very, uh, in a lot of ways, beautiful and wonderful culture. They have a lot of, you know, a lot of people don't understand that that before the modern day. Uh, vision and the modern day opinion of Germans that the rest of the world has that's colored by two world wars where they were cast in the first world war at first unfairly as you know the hun you know th- that stuff they did some stuff you know early in the war to earn it but the stuff that they did was inflated to a ridiculous degree by by the propagandists you know it's it really was they did some terrible things it's true but some of the things they didn't do some of them were truth stretched to those getting ready to break there's that in world war ii they earned every fucking bit of it so <laughs> they made up for it. yeah they absolutely <laughs> did that oh you say we did this well guess but what? that's a german see that's a german army Tactic. They called it. I can't even remember the the German term. It's called fearfulness, where you make people afraid of you. That's why they had people. Why did they have the death's head and all that stuff? It's, it's to scare you. To scare you when you're going into combat. The worst thing you can do to uh, to an enemy is make them scared of you because they don't want to fight you. You know. So you know, but the Germans almost almost bit themselves on the ass for that because they portrayed their all their enemies as goofy and kind of comical. And then when they got kicked in the teeth. And found out that some of these groups were tough. That's when they really fucking it came back to bite them. They found out the Belgians were tough. They found out that who would have ever thought that? Nobody. <laughs> the world at large didn't think that. As a matter of fact, that's one of the most interesting parts of that of that whole conflict. And thought they were just going to walk over those waffle making motherfuckers. <laughs> those, they called them chocolate soldiers. We'll just blow through those chocolate soldiers. They're not going to be shit. Turns out the Belgians turned out and beat the fucking Germans' ass for like the, the first month. We're beating their ass. They were had all these just fucking forts. diamond cutters and figures. <laughs> oh, forts. it was fucking German suplexes <laughs> left and right. They were coming out fucking tearing their leader hose and all that shit. <laughs> <laughs> but then the Germans unrolled the big guns on them and fucking they brought that's big guns, brother. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Came riding in on that red and black and white motorcycle, brother. Uh, um, but yeah, um, I understand that you don't think it's okay to be proud of anything. I think it's okay. I, I just think it's silly. I know you think it's silly. <laughs> I don't. I think that taking it too far is silly. And have I taken it too far in the past? Yes. Especially when I was younger and, you know, a sense of identity is important, of course. But now it's just a piece of who I am. And I think that's what it should be for everybody. It's just a piece of who you are. It's not who you are. You're whoever you are. That's just something that happens to be a piece of you. That You're you whoever you are. You're a goddamn poet. Nah. That's poetry, that is. I'm going to make an inspirational meme. Uh, you staring off into the sunset, and the caption just says, You're whoever you are. <laughs> Charles Keenan. <laughs> can I be holding a cat? Of course you can be holding a cat. Why wouldn't you be holding a cat? <laughs> <laughs> no, it'll be Baxter. I have arm around Baxter. <laughs> he'll be looking like he's looking at a treat. Because <laughs> that's what you'll have to do, get him to sit still. <laughs> Hold it like that. We can just wait till he's dead. <laughs> I got two weeks. <laughs> you choke him out real quick. <laughs> just choke him unconscious real quick and snap a quick photo. Take a quick photo sesh. Uh, what else do you want to talk about? Um, well, Fidel Castro died. That's pretty great. Yeah, is it? I don't know. It's just a thing that happened. Yeah. 90-year-olds die. 
Yeah. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> More often than not. Yeah. You don't even make it there. Um, the dude killed it. He had a great fucking run. I mean. Uh, How old's his brother? His brother's got to be. Raul was, Raul was not much younger. 86. He's, he's probably in his 80s. Raul, do, Raul and Fidel, they were part of the. Uh, and we were talking about this before we did the show. And I was going to say that, uh, it, you know, of course, Trump had this diatribe against. 85. He was 80. Okay. They had this diatribe against the horrible dictator and said, well, how horrible was he? I mean, he he took his country back from laissez-faire capitalists who welcomed in the American mafia, who were unapologetic about it, who manipulized, uh, monopolized markets, who treated the common people like shit, who did – Everything that a laissez-faire capitalism society does, it picks a group of people that it's okay to be a part of, and it just t- 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 takes the rest of them and throws them out the fucking window and says, you fuckers don't matter. That's what it does. Or victimizes them and makes them into, you know, serfs. That's what th- what it does. So it's no wonder that Fidel Castro, Raul Castro, Che Guevara, all these people got together and said, well, we're not going to do this shit anymore, and we're going to push these fuckers out. And they did, and they won. They beat a they beat a, an American backed government ninety miles from the United States of America. That's pretty fucking remarkable. Pretty impressive, right or wrong? It's fucking remarkable. And the fact that I'm not in praise of communism in any way. It's foolish. It's a foolish system, just like everything else. It can't work. It just can't because it can't. It, it doesn't allow for human growth or greed. And one is necessary, the other one is, is, is unavoidable and inevitable. You just have to limit the one and encourage the other. So, communism you doesn't limit do that. the uh, creativity and you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then you encourage the greed. Yeah, exactly. That's what we do here. That's what we do here. I, mean, <laughs> I thought that was just how it was supposed to work. <laughs> well, that's what we've been raised in. The other one, yeah, but that's what that, that government fails to account for. It says, well, all these people are going to be happy to be the same and all that stuff. No, they're not, because that's not human nature. So, but they really took a stab at it. And the, and the one, and it really caused a rift between the two. The one who was really committed to that completely was Che Guevara. He, he, he was all for complete communism. He wouldn't allow, you know, his family were not allowed to, to take government transport. They, they had to do like everybody else. They weren't given any perks. Was great, great a lot of friction, friction in his household. So, and he was actually killed because him and Fidel could not get along because of their differing ideas on the direction that the country should go. So he went to other places and tried to create this worldwide rebellion against colonialism and, and colonial powers. That's what he did. And that is essentially what guerrilla warfare was created to do is defeat these giant. Vietnam is, a, is an example of that. You know, France was first, you know, they and they pushed out France. They beat France. Then that was us. We figured, well, what those faggy Frenchmen can't aren't able to do, we'll be able to do. Were they shooting baguettes at them? Come on. That's the thing, though. I mean, it's a totally the misconceptions create an, an atmosphere where you're going to lose. The French had a first world army then. They had great soldiers and they couldn't beat Vietnam on its own turf, just like anything. You cannot fight an indigenous population and win. I mean, unless the circumstances lined up like they did here in the United States. I mean, you can defeat an indigenous population, but you can't, you can't, if they all unite, you can't win. You know what I mean? You can divide and conquer, which is 
what we've done here and what they did in Australia and what they've done in places where there were large groups of Aboriginal peoples. But if the people all decide to unite, you're fucked because you're outnumbered on your on their turf. So especially if they learn how to use technology. And the Native Americans, that's a giant misconception. Well, they were Stone Age people and this and that. No, the Native Americans are a group that adapt to technology very quickly. And are quick to abandon old technology when they see that it has no benefit. That's why they were so good with guns and stuff like that. Because they were just like, why the fuck would I use a bow and arrow when I've got a fucking gun? That's just, that's dumb. You know, that I discussed that in class. And we discussed that in class with my teacher, Barbara Mann, who was an Iroquois, Iroquois lady. And she said, Native Americans are the first to embrace new technology. They said, this is neat. This helps us out. <laughs> Fuck that old shit, you know. But they want to also want to retain their culture. She said it's a strange thing, and it's a strange thing that's put them in. So, you know. I agree. You should be able to do that. Yeah. The good thing about bow and arrow is you can uh, pluck the uh, arrow right out of somebody that you shot. Use that son of a bitch again. That's true. That's and the, the, and the fact <laughs> that it's completely renewable. Like, if you're, if you're good with a bow and arrow, society takes a shit. And you know how to make arrows and all that stuff. The farther you go down the technological ladder, the easier it is to make and the less shit you have to have to make it. Mm -hmm. So if you're good with a bow and arrow and you can create your own recurve bow and all that shit, you're a step ahead of the game if things collapse. You know, you're so. killing it if it comes time to kill. Yeah, you really are. So I, you know, Florence Henderson passed away. Florence Henderson, America's mom. Yeah. That one hit me hard. I cried for seven hours last night. Pat Oswalt had a had a bit about he actually it wasn't a bit about her, but it was a story he told. Hell, did he fuck her? No, no, oh, not at all. On. She was on King of Queens, and uh, <laughs> he was he did this whole thing about his dad because Pat Oswalt's dad is a Marines Colonel, and he was one of the most decorated dog fighters, jet fighter, jet jet pilots in Vietnam. Like had so many kills, and he talks about he he sings his dad his dad's laurels in the beginning part of the fucking post, and then he said it's kind of like the time Florence Henderson came in, and me and her were staring at each other over the last donut on the uh, on the uh, craft services the, the craft services table. I reached down, grabbed it, and put it in my mouth, and chewed it, and didn't blink once. The apple doesn't fall far from the tree. <laughs> that is some pretty savage shit. I mean, that's Florence Henderson. That's America's mom that you just took the last donut from. But he was. I mean, I'll follow that man into battle any day. Absolutely. I have to walk slower to scary. keep up so we can keep up. Scary. You see what he did to Florence Henderson? Patton Oswalt's a rude motherfucker. Jesus Christ, he may look like a pudgy. Punchy lesbian, but he's he's fucking. <laughs> he means business. <laughs> Patton Oswalt means business. He is. Oh, he got punched up there. The uh, the Joes. Oh, it's uh, it's the uh, Joe Rogan memes. Let's see. There's Dingo Rogan. There's So Rogan. There's Elmo Rogan, and then there's Ho Rogan. <laughs> All good choices. <laughs> he's really enjoying these two. There's Blow Rogan. <laughs> I have Facebook open while we're recording this. And Neat. Yeah. Let me open it up here. See what's going on. What should we talk about? Um, uh, fucking uh, Thanksgiving was a, a fucking lot of fun, huh? What is it? Thanksgiving was a lot of fun. Had a great time. Yeah, it was great. I was. I mean, I had. I was fine. I ate. I mean, it's fun. I ate and hung out with my nieces. Are all old now? They're like adults. Yeah, and it's weird. I'm like, oh my god! Can you? Can you? <laughs> 
can you talk to them? Can you uh, like relate? Yeah. Is it one of them at least? Hmm. Well, see, I, I think that's the neatest part is that they're starting to form opinions, and they and they like uh, pissing off their other grandparents. Yeah, my brother-in-law's uh, whose name is Gary Johnson ran for president. Uh, <laughs> that's a they, one. they love pissing off their uh, their other grandparents by talking about how great Obama is, even though they don't necessarily <laughs> think he's that great. <laughs> Gee, I wonder where they get that from. <laughs> I don't know anybody. I don't know anybody me. sitting at this table that side. They one hundred percent got that shit from me. Because I've been fucking with them like that my their entire lives, not my entire life, but their entire lives. So it's been it's a lot, a lot of fun seeing them turn into versions of me, and well, their parents have to hate that. Well, because hey. I'm such a prick. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> I, t- I talked to my brother in law, and he. Uh, he was talking about election night watching MSNBC, and I was like, oh, that was the best one to watch. He was like, dude, I know, because they were freaking out. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I know. Was Rachel amazing. Maddow was getting plowed on the air, wasn't she? She was getting butt-fucked. She was getting butt-fucked. <laughs> they just decided, fuck it, it's all over. I'm, and Matt, and she got drunk on the, on the air. I think she, she was getting drunk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was uh, going to go into a thing where uh, Matt Lauer started butt-fucking her. <laughs> Everybody thought she was a lesbian, but not that night, sir. I think she's cute. Yeah, she's all right. She's fine. I, I like her. With her. I, I think she's she's smart. Yeah. But she is part of the, the, the cartel that brought down America. I mean, <laughs> you guys are idiots. You're so fucking stupid. Well, well she never really said that. No, she didn't. A very one-sided slant. It was more of a dive instead of a, a lean <laughs> toward one way. Yeah. But uh, he, we talked about how funny that was. Even though neither of us liked the result. And then we were like, I really wouldn't like the result the other way either. So, <laughs> I, but my my reaction to that would have been, it's the evil that we know. It's fine, <laughs> you hey, know. It, first one, woo. <laughs> it's like get, it's like getting a like one streamer. <laughs> <laughs> it's like getting a, a Yugo as a new car. I mean, I, I mean, I, it runs. I, I mean, the gas mileage is going to be awesome for as long as it lasts. It's going to be fine. Yeah. Yugoslavia is not even a country anymore. I wonder if there's a Yugo enthusiast group. I bet there is. You know there has to you be. You know there's a Yugo enthusiast group. Let's look that up on this Shall device we? I have. Let's look at. I guarantee you there's Yugo enthusiasts. God, that that went away like in the mid-80s, right? Yep. I remember one of my teachers had a Yugo and it was awesome. Hugo, the rise and fall of the worst car in history. There's a book about it. <laughs> a hoot for car enthusiasts. Let's see. Let's hear the Hugo, the rise and fall of the worst car in history. <laughs> let's read the description, shall we? I think the Gremlin might have been the worst car in history. No, the Hugo is way worse than the Gremlin. Here's an article: One man's mission to redeem the Hugo, rescuing the former communist era vehicle from its 1980s notoriety. They're kind of cute little cars, though, right? Uh, they basically, look like a Renault or Renault. Yeah, they look like a little what? Well, like a little British car or something. Yeah. Uh, a rollicking chronicle of the rise and fall of the homely little hatchback that couldn't. <laughs> we used to tell about crazy socialist factories, just as crazy Western financial practices, geopolitics in days of the Cold War, and an American public yearning for affordable, affordable carls, carls, corals, <laughs> Carl. All combined with the cutting edge Serbia Serbo creation technology, as a Yugo was referred to in the spoof version of Dragnet. Remember that? They got a Yugo in that shit. 
Well, you, it was uh, eighty-five to ninety-two. Is how long that little car company lasted? How f- eighty-five to ninety-two? Yeah, shit, longer than I thought they did. The writer, whoever his name is, is as hard on the Western capitalism that fleetingly embraced the car as he is on the socialist system that produced it. I, they weren't good cars, like biting stretch. They were pieces of shit. I don't remember ever riding in one or even. I've I've seen one, and I and they were not good. They, I mean, the 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 teacher who got the Yugo that car did not last. Like it, it lasted essentially one year, and it was falling apart. So. He's, I wonder what kind of warranty came with it. Yeah, none. And it was probably how many hectares on gas a hall it went, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when Homer bought a car in the fucking Simpsons. <laughs> the guy's name, he says, it'll go 80 hectares on 20, 20 liters of gas a hall. Put it in H. He's like trying to get it out of the fucking parking lot. So he's like, well, where is this car from? It no longer exists. So. <laughs> That, basically the Yugo. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I'm sure that's a fast. I'd like to see a documentary about that. Like, that would be a neat documentary about some of the I've I've especially with Dan Carlin, with the World War One thing. And then, you know, hearing about it in World War Two, some of those nation states, the rise and fall of them and how we were talking about ethnicity, about how the fact that ethnicity really tore those places apart because you have people united under this. Well, you're this now. I'm like, no, I'm still that, you know, <laughs> yeah. and I'm going to fight those people because I've hated them for there's two basketball players who once uh, the Serbia and Croatia. Remember the civil war that happened with Slobodan Milosevic and all that shit and the war crimes and all that stuff. There were two basketball players. And uh, I think Vladi Divac is one of them who were friends before it. And after it were bitter enemies, like could not be in the same room with each other because that nationalism and, and ethnicity and the fact that these people were killing each other again and they had family members involved in this toward apart. It said once we're brothers was the name of the documentary. I think I remember. I don't know if I watched it, but I remember it. Did they ever make up, I wonder? I don't know. I hope. Lottie Devok seems like the type to hold a grudge. <laughs> He's a terrifying man. He's a big, giant man, but he would always flop. Yeah, yeah. He was like the inventor of the flop. Yeah. He looks like a, you know, um, I don't watch much soccer, but whenever I do, which isn't at all. Yeah. <laughs> if I see highlights what, or whatever. Watching the soccer, then I never do. Uh, if you see highlights or something, they always take big flops if somebody even breathes at them. Yeah. Vladi Divok was doing that in the late 90s, early 2000s in basketball. And they finally were like, no, no more. There will be no more of this Vladi Divok. <laughs> well, I think it's amazing that the – I did had a 20-year NBA career. It was amazing. Yeah. He was just good enough. He wasn't great – Ever. Well, his techniques were his 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 fundamentals were not sound. Well, but, I think but that, he was, I think his fundamentals were sound, and he tried real hard. But he was like a twelve. Yeah, 12, that's what I'm saying. Twelve and eight, twelve points, eight rebounds, some assists every. But he was then. a giant man. Like yeah. he was, you know, it didn't look like he ever lifted a weight. No, he's he's one of those. <laughs> <laughs> aren't those guys the, the worst? heaviest thing he picked up was a gallon of milk? <laughs> yeah, aren't those guys the worst? <laughs> like they got that great big frame for all that muscle to just get on if they do something and they won't. <laughs> no, it's okay. I don't. I don't. I don't exert myself. I must save myself for the for the for the for the basketball pitch. <laughs> In the Coliseum. I am I am finesse player. <laughs> Which he was. Yes. But his finesse was so awkward. <laughs> <laughs> 
you just watch it. You're like, I can't. I I I don't even want that ball to go in because that would look so terrible. You know, <laughs> just an awkward hook shot yeah. and goes yeah. in. Oh, fuck, <laughs> terrible free throw. And <laughs> you never see Vladi Divac cross anybody over. <laughs> no, but I fucking hate basketball. So yeah, the only basketball I watch anymore is Mountaineers. I'll watch them. I'll watch. Uh, I will watch. I just love watching Bob Huggins scream. That's pretty great. <laughs> I, I will watch the Sweet 16. Like, I like college basketball toward the end because that's. Yeah, it's it, it, The it's conference exciting. tournaments are pretty fun. Yeah, and the, it's uh, exciting. It's very exciting. NCAA tournaments. Watching Duke versus North Carolina and the stories around the basketball teams I love, just like every other sports story. I fucking hate baseball. But I can sit there and and, and I watch Ken Burns' baseball documentary because it's a fascinating subject. It's the American game, and whoa, holy fuck, what a boring fucking game, but with so many people have so much invested in it, you know? I mean, it's it's the biggest sport. Football, I think, is the biggest now. Football is the biggest now, but I'm saying that baseball is the American sport. Yeah, and I mean, you go to a ball game, you get a hot dog, beers. Yeah. You leave for 25 minutes and go take a dump and come back. Scream. Nothing's it. happened. Yeah. I mean, it's... <laughs> You scream at some player you hate. Yeah, ethics slurs, of course. Yeah, those are great. You can never tell if anybody's black or Cuban, black Dominican, Cuban. Yeah. So you just whatever you just pick a you just a let sl- fly slur out of the hat. Yeah. Until it, you know <laughs> that you, sounds like a great baseball game. All right, Tommy, you're up. <laughs> Termite tamper. <laughs> I did, what, what nationality is that okay. supposed to represent? Hey, termite tamper. <laughs> You stupid mango bagger. <laughs> <laughs> Banana clubber. <laughs> Banana clubber. Coconut chucker. <laughs> what? Yeah. Even the white players are starting to look over at you. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> what would it be ethnic slurs for white white people? Mayonnaise sandwich eater. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I, I can watch pretty much any documentary. I watched uh, one last night called The 7-5. Yeah. It was about the 75th precinct in Brooklyn in the 80s. They're corrupt. Oh, yeah, God. Yeah. yeah. Is that the one Serpico's about? It, was that? No, nah, Serpico's in the 70s, right? Oh, okay, yeah. This is uh, just a cop that decided to start uh, robbing people, and they'd go into drug dealers' places, and they'd take all the drugs, take all the money. This is your lucky day, boys. We're not going to report this one, but don't let me catch you again. <laughs> He'd buy a Corvette. Oh, <laughs> His partner awesome. would be like, uh, dude, don't drive that to the precinct. <laughs> and the guy was like, me and my wife, we only had two cars. And, uh, one week she'd get the Corvette and one week she'd get, I'd get, she'd get the Yugo or whatever they had. Yeah. yeah. And it was her week to have the, uh, the Yugo. So I drove the Corvette to the precinct. I didn't think it was a big deal. It was a big deal. Cause you is make, that what got him busted? You make thir- it was one of the things like, what the f- how does how the fuck you get a Corvette? They make $30,000 a year. Yeah. <laughs> That's a $60,000 I financed it. I car. financed it. <laughs> how? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and yes, uh, all the money that they made. Now he has a documentary about him. He spent 12 years in prison. His buddy ratted him out and he still hasn't forgiven him. <laughs> well, of course he wouldn't. Hey, you're not supposed to rat. Snitches. Snitches are supposed to get stitches. Yeah. And I'm not sure that that guy ever Remember that whole thing where that that would gain national prominence, stop snitching, like it was a thing? Like, and I think I remember hear, hearing about this. And like coaches and shit were starting to wear it. I'm like, how fucking stupid are you people? 
What the fuck is wrong with you? What, are we, what were they snitching about? It was just saying, quit talking to the cops is basically what it was. Don't, co- don't, cooperate, don't cooperate with law enforcement. It's a good way to get plugged. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> it's a hell of a what way to get What are you, fucking plugged. stupid? <laughs> Stop snitching. Uh, he's selling coke in my neighborhood, and <laughs> he's bringing in whores. And They're bringing drugs. They're bringing crime. <laughs> the rapists. They're tremendous. <laughs> it's terrific. Stupendous. God. I spent most of the day, Thanksgiving Day, talking like Trump <laughs> to everybody. <laughs> to everybody's joy, <laughs> I'm assuming. Mom, this turkey's tremendous. <laughs> <laughs> the gravy's been better <laughs> Would it kill you to lose, use a little salt every now and then <laughs> What did he turn into a Jewish grandmother or something? <laughs> <laughs> We were talking today how uh, Addison is part Jewish So we were talking about how Which part? Waist down? <laughs> I'm not sure <laughs> Just his asshole Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Just the back of his head where the amica sits. <laughs> that's, the, that's the claimed territory. Yamaka is a word that's spelled real weird. Y a r m u l k e. Yeah, I always spell it phonetically. <laughs> Yarmulka. Yeah, it's weird. I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like the way you spell your weird hat. Would it, ki- <laughs> would it kill you to put a propeller in, in Yamaka? <laughs> I'm sure they've got those. I guarantee you. Yeah. I mean, there's some irreverent Jewish kid out there. Hey, Mordecai, check this shit out. (laughs) Well, they got the uh, team-specific yarmulkes. Yeah. yeah. You see the Yankees yarmulkes every now and then. I don't. I see them on TV. I don't know if not, I don't, not, not a lot, lot of Jewish not, indiv- a lot of, not a lot of Jews in the uh, Canal Valley. But there's a there is a synagogue on uh, the boulevard. Yes, Canal Boulevard with a beautiful sculpture out front. It's a really nice building. I'm telling you, it's a nice building. It's a great building, but did they have to put it so close to the Christian church? <laughs> um, but we were talking about how if Jewish people would chain God, like they, like they, that, that passive aggressive guilt. Well, we're hoping it's going to be a better year this year. Last year, you decided <laughs> to give Esther cancer. I, you know, I, I guess it's in your divine plan, but you know, it, it was kind of what an, did Esther do? It, it was kind of an inconvenience. <laughs> <laughs> I had to drive her every day. Would it kill you to not have so much drought? Could we not have so much drought this year? <laughs> like how we always do the by rote Jewish fucking. These what are, are you going to do? This is what the media gives us to work with. Yeah, it, they do. Maybe, maybe make more Jews and put them in West Virginia so we can have a better reference point. <laughs> I just, I did make the, you know, the meme of Goldberg, but they're not only him, but at one point, you know, the Jewish people were a warrior people. I mean, they were, they were known for being quite tough. So, you know, all these, like the neo-Nazis and stuff, they are going to eventually run into a couple of very large, formidable Jewish gentlemen. You know, that's going to happen. I think that they, I think that's part of their shtick, is they think they're just bigger and tougher than this entire race of people. I'm like, they're people. Yeah, people are people. There's going to be some big and tough ones in there. I guarantee it. Let's go to Israel and get a couple <laughs> fucking Israeli commandos and see how well you do against them. 
you know, not well. I, I'm going it's to not going to be. You're not going to have a good time. Not going to be a good day. Krav Maga, your eyes are gone. Yeah, they're going to rip your ears right the fuck off. I mean, we're talking about people that believe so much in their cause that they'll fight a tank with rocks. Yes, I mean that they, <laughs> they take they take their vows at a place that they defied the Roman army two thousand fucking years ago at Masada. They still do that. That's that's dedication. So, I, this this whole notion, like, and it has got. I don't care what anybody says. You know it. I know it. The the, the whole world knows it, dude. <laughs> Come on, brother. But the, there has been a rise in um, in anti semitism and all that stuff. It's it's true. It's 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 marked, and um, it's gone down some. I think it was just a little bit of fervor afterwards, and the alt-right have done themselves no favors by allowing that one idiot to go on TV <laughs> and just come out and say, hail Trump and all that shit. The fact that he won't like just come out and just impl- explicitly disavow, though, is troubling. To he did. I saw that. He said, I'm not trying to rile these people up. I'm not, I, don't, I don't want their support. I don't want... Uh, when did he do this? Uh, a couple days ago. It was a couple days ago? Yeah. Then I hadn't seen it yet. Yeah, like I, I completely disavow everything that they stand for. Nice. And okay. Then, and then they were like, huh? Yay! The rest of us were like, fuck you guys. <laughs> they were like, Can you, are you a little bit befuddled by uh, Trump not like jumping on board with this? Well, Steve Bannon is like, he's a cunt. Like, That's what it seems like, man. Yeah, he's seems like a big old dick burger. Yeah. <laughs> he called, he gave a speech where he, you know, just threw out dykes and, you know, all kind of, he's just a piece of shit. And, and maybe he was talking about like a damn. In Holland, yeah, perhaps little Dutch boy sticks Maybe. his thumb, finger, thumb, he finger in the dice. He does a shocker to a dice. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody needs to make that painting. Uh, I just, I, I don't care for his choice of cabinet members thus far. Oh. It's been a shit show. So the guy he's he wants he's he's actually considered. Uh, Jerry Falwell Jr. as to be have some to have some role uh, in education. Secretary of Education. Are you got f- somebody else that's just as dumb though. That's fucking So, so worry not. That's horrifying. <laughs> I mean I'm educating my daughter. Everybody else listen to me. Do the same. Educate Educate Chuck's your daughter. children. <laughs> yeah, please. Educate no. Chuck's daughter. He's gonna do a <laughs> shitty job. Just I'm serious, like the American but it's it doesn't hurt me so much because the American educational system is in the shitter anyway. So, oh yeah, it's a real big pile of dung. Yeah. It w- well, but again, not here. It's especially bad. I mean, we have schools that barely function. So, but I, when I was in Michigan, their schools are nice. So, I guess it depends on region. We got some real nice ones too here. I drive by some. Where? Hey, Buffalo's real nice. Is it? Uh, Hurricanes High School's real nice. Um, Point Pleasant. A lot of them are real nice, at least from the outside. I don't go in. But, right. Um, a lot of these towns are like these little towns that I get to see all the time. They're fucking pretty sweet. Yeah. I, Ripley's pretty sweet. Ripley is nice. Nice nice little. I like St. Albans. I always St. thought St. Albans was a really nice little town. Well, nice little city, you know. Um, i tell you where the nicest place. Ravenswood is nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like an old. I go there a few times a week. They got a main street and yeah, everything. It's, it's, it's neat. Still, still like that. Yeah. I like that. I, I like communities who hang on to the quintessential American Main Street and all that stuff. Princeton has that. Um, they even got like an old a theater that they've modernized a little bit. Yeah, uh, Bluefield's a lot like it, but they all also have their shitty parts. Yeah, just like anywhere else, they got their junk. Are, when are we? 
just speaking of economies, when are we? When is the going gonna to come up in the on the ballot to legalize marijuana? Is that coming on for us? Yeah, I don't know that it's ever been introduced officially. Well, it really it's been, needs it's to be. It's been talked about, but I don't know that it's ever been voted on yet. Here, do you think we'll ever do it? Going to have to because everybody else is going to do it first. I mean, and it doesn't matter if everybody else does it first as long as we eventually do it. But but if it's but if we, but if we did it first, the boom to our economy would be tremendous. Yeah, that's, it's it's uh, helped Oregon and Colorado. That's what I'm saying. We need to get. We need to. What, what you know to take a page from fucky McClownstick. Yeah. What do you? What the hell do you have to lose? <laughs> what What do we have to lose? I mean, I, I don't. I don't. We can't be any, any worse. We're last in everything. I don't know anybody that's against it. Personally, <laughs> either even older people. Yeah, like I've talked to like religious older people. Like, yeah, we don't care. You know, it, why would we care about that? Yeah, I, and a lot of them say what we say. It, well, it's better than alcohol. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's uh, my brother-in-law said that, and he's a he's a pharmacist. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he was like one one thing I, I like about if they just legalize medical marijuana is uh, where do you got to get it from? You got to get it from uh, pharmacies. Yeah, basically a a dispensary would be a pharmacy. See, big farm though. The reason they're blocking that is because I mean it's fairly obvious that. It'd be hard for them to control, and they don't want to give up their vested interest in keeping the entire state of West Virginia addicted to fucking opioids. So, and what I like is that Obama tried to come in here and address that, and he got booed and all kinds of shit by yeah. dumb, dumb fucking idiots. Boo! Boo! <laughs> fucking boo! Go back to kid, you, you socialist. <laughs> is that what I'm supposed to say? You got Sean Hannity standing back there. Yeah, that's what you're supposed to say. Fucking idiot. Hair all the way down to his eyebrows. <laughs> I wish somebody would bury an axe in that guy's face. I can't stand that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I love when you wish violence upon people. It's great. It's my favorite thing. <laughs> that's your favorite thing this yeah. week. <laughs> we'll talk about that we'll tomorrow. We'll do that tomorrow. <laughs> on, the, on the big show. <laughs> well. <laughs> <laughs> In the big show, <laughs> in the big bad show tonight. They need to do that. We need to have that as our main theme now. <laughs> well, <laughs> shit. Let's talk about the big show. What's yeah. he? What's he doing now? I guess he's still wrestling. Is he wrestling? Still? I think so. You don't see him very much, but no. every now and then they'll roll him out there for a battle royal or something. Yeah. Like I'm- Gavomping up to the fucking stage And they ease him over the top rope Because you can't have him win (laughs) No (laughs) Even though he could Pretty much Do whatever he wanted To any man that ring Well When he was a little bit younger anyway Yeah he was He used to be a lot Like He's 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 got gigantism The motherfucker just kept growing Yeah And uh, He likes eating too Apparently Yeah He's a Big dude And he's a big dude Yeah But Uh Back in the day, he he was good. He took bumps and stuff. Mm-hmm. And could do some, could do some like athletic shit. Yeah, he what? was a basketball player. So there was he was a basketball a, player. Yeah, a bit of an athlete. In I him. didn't know that. I knew that Nash was. Yeah, he's old. Yeah, I remember one time he was just getting into the ring, like walking in and just his tore quads. <laughs> his quads was it his quads that tore. <laughs> he tore one of his quads. Yeah, <laughs> and they had to like get on top of him and pin him. Well, we don't know what happened there. There's his career. McMahon did that once too. What tore his quad? He was doing his 
fast paced strut down to the ring when something happened that wasn't supposed to happen. Yeah. And he hopped up into the ring and both of his, both of his quads tore at the same time. And he just laid down in the ring and kept going with the storyline. <laughs> kept going with whatever the fuck it was he was doing. Well, when you take enough steroids, that happens. Yeah, well, yeah. You gotta, probably didn't drink enough water either. You gotta, you gotta, uh, you gotta stay hydrated. Yeah. He just looks like he's dehydrated. It's not hydrating. We made that fucking word up. It's Lewis Black. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah, Big Show's still good, I guess. I don't know. You're probably having a good time. Yeah. I mean, I remember when you said. Imagine how big his cock is. <laughs> See, I don't know. I mean, it, it, could, it, it could be 11 inches long and nine inches around, and it would still look kind of small on him because he's such a giant. <laughs> Real big dude. What if Peter Dinklage have a twelve inch cock? If he had a six inch cock, it would just look massive. Somebody's <laughs> got a piece. Somebody's uh, doing all right down there. Yeah. Well, that's that's Tyrion's. Uh, that's like his uh, thing in the book. He apparently, he has a big cock. Like <laughs> they, it's a weird thing. Yeah, it's a weird descriptive to have for somebody. <laughs> I mean, th- those books are no punches pulled i mean they they do whatever the, he writes whatever the fuck he wants and i admire it so it's pretty good yeah i enjoy, I enjoy at least the show i don't yeah. I remember did you watch the uh stephen king and uh george r, r. martin interview no i forgot about it i'll watch it later yeah I, we we uh, i'd like to give that a look just to see because i haven't watched it yet either i mean it's 45 minutes long and you know and it's and it's George R. R. Martin interviewing Stephen King, not the other way around. But I imagine with two such tremendous writers that the discussions are amazing. You know, it's both like each other, both like each other's work, have said it numerous times. You know, uh, Stephen King is Stephen King wrote an epic fantasy. The Dark Tower is an epic fantasy, which they're making right now with Idris Elba, which everybody pooped their pampers. He's black. I'm like, yeah, I don't give a fuck. So who cares? <laughs> who cares? But they're. They've actually put that in the story that that's just another element of the Dark Tower because he is Roland and it's the same story, but it's just he's rolling, 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 rolling. <laughs> he's rolling, 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 rolling. Fucking rolling. Limp rolling. I'm getting ready to do to you what Limp Biscuit did to me. Music in the late nineties. <laughs> <laughs> that's a line from Deadpool. Yeah, I was going to say. Couldn't, couldn't quite remember where that was from. <laughs> it's so funny. That movie's hilarious. Yeah. It's like Mama June doing hot yoga. What does Mama June like doing hot yoga smell like? Like two hobos fucking in a shoe full of piss. I could go all day with this. <laughs> uh, well, we've done about an hour. You want to call this an ep? It's been a it's been a fun ep. Yeah, and we'll come back tomorrow, and we'll when I feel better, do the big show. Do the big show. Well, <laughs> well. What should we go out on there, uh, Captain? Let's see. Oh, Captain, my Captain. Uh, hold on one second. Hold on one second. I got one. Do you? We listened to it earlier. All right. Let her fly. What? I don't even know what number episode this was of the Fun Employment Files. I think it's 38. <laughs> Fuck yeah. This has been episode number 38 of the Fun Employment Files. Thanks for listening. Enjoy this ACDC. Go fuck your mothers.